This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey guys, really quick. I genuinely hate, kind of hate to do this, but... Uh... Something's kind of happened. Uh, long story short, I, my sister, and my best friend, some of you know Ms. Deej, bought a house last year, and the foundation work, turns out, was really shitty. Uh, again, long story short, it's going to cost us thirty grand, and we just don't have that. Uh, the reason I'm being kind of quiet and kind of weird is because Deej doesn't know this, so it's kind of on, you know, kind of on the DL. This is in no way affiliated with Fumbling 4. This is just me. I'm just lucky enough to have this platform to ask if anyone has even a penny to spare. It would be genuinely greatly appreciated. And also for anyone curious why Deech doesn't know I'm doing this, he hates asking for help. I just can't stand here just watching as my best friend struggles through something like this. I... I just want to help him any way I can. The link will be in the show notes. It's a GoFundMe called Emergency Foundation Work. Thanks again, guys. Hey, it's your Mythos Master, Ariel. Just stopping by to thank our patrons. We have our Dagon patrons, Dead Dog 47, Glassman 93, and the Seven Sins. We also have our cultist patron, Remington Cloutier, and our investigator patron, Rick Haberlin. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. Now, please enjoy our between-season run of Horror on the Orient Express. Welcome back to Call Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I am your keeper, Ariel. And it's Orient Express time. Choo-choo. Do you hear that whistle? It means let's go. <laughs> yes, it was after the end of season two. It's 
Orient Express time. Orient. <laughs> Season two, Electric Boogaloo. You've never seen that movie. I've never seen that movie. You've yeah. never seen Boogaloo Shrimp dance his ass off to save the community center. <laughs> and this campaign is the Dreamlands Express. Yes. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so let's go around introducing our players, starting with Aaron. Hi, my name's Aaron, and I'm going to be playing Kyle Draper for now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, on a, on a, on a, I'm Travis, and I'm playing Frank Jacobs. You may know him from every other special that we record. He shows up and dies in everything. Poor guy. And I'm Daniel. I'm playing Fred Lyons, the parapsychologist. And not, not just one psychologist, a parapsychologist. So you're two? There's two of you? Parapsychologist. So there's two. And Mark and Michelle aren't here today, but they will be joining us for other Orient Express episodes, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. So, where we last left off, you uh, all, well, except for Travis, because he wasn't there, mm. you all were at the Lorians, went into the basement area, the creepy random cellar. Managed to break the curse, get the left arm of the statue. You guys had went back inside, talked to the Lorians. Veronique, left arm, was cured. As well as the daughter's burn. However, since Kyle had the left arm... His left arm first was tingling, and now it is sore. So Kyle had taken on the curse himself. Damn it, Kyle. You all said your goodbyes and went to the train platform. So we will pick up. <clears throat> it is now roughly midnight. You guys arrive to the platform and there's a big commotion going on. There's a lot of people on this platform. You see a large crowd of people. They're all cheering. And a few of them are throwing roses. So that's what you see right now. You see like the backs of some people you haven't gotten to the area with everyone but you do see a bunch of people they are cheering and a few of them are throwing roses so you see them all throwing roses roses towards like an opening beyond them on the platform and we will pick up there so uh what's with the roses um I am just sitting on a bench watching all of this with my suitcase on my lap, gripping the. So, since you're sitting on a bench, Frank? Frank. Since you're sitting on a bench, Frank, and watching this, 
you know that they are throwing roses at a beautiful woman. She is absolutely gorgeous. And she's just smiling and thanking everybody. And she's wearing a beautiful, beautiful dress. <laughs> Look at my phobias. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sitting there watching all of this happen, and I'm clutching my suitcase, um, and I'm sweating. And every once in a while, I pull out my handkerchief, and I dab my forehead. And Kyle asked what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think uh, maybe uh, maybe an actress, a starlet, is is, is over, the, over that way. Uh, I'm not moving. Is anyone taking photos? Then I think he peed himself. <laughs> you would see someone standing kind of near her with the big, you know, that big camera taking pictures. So I'm going to attempt to take a picture as well. <laughs> Okay, so now that you guys have kind of moved more towards this, you see a beautiful, beautiful young woman. And she's wearing a gorgeous dress and just smiling and waving and... I, Kyle, I need you to roll me an intelligence roll. Oh, I failed. <laughs> Throw your shit on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to try and get close enough I can take a picture. I just okay. a picture. Yep, roll me. A photography? Yep. Oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> I got a 56 out of 60. Let's go. Okay. 13% out of 33. Okay, you take your picture. Click. I'm just going to put picture of woman. <laughs> and later on when because you're yeah I've got the material well the materials are technically back at uh, Arkham so but I mean I do have materials there to okay when you get it developed it will like it'll be a clear nice shot so Kyle you're kind of looking at her and something kind of comes to mind you remember Evelyn talking about a woman And this woman looks oddly familiar. You think maybe you've met her once at a party. You remember her name is Katerina Caviaro. She is an Italian soprano who does a lot of operas. And I've actually met her. Like, she might remember me. Possibly, yes. You know you've met her. You kind of remember meeting her from Evelyn. I'm just going to walk up to her. Hey, cat! She kind of gives you a look and then like recognition comes over her. Oh, you are Evelyn's husband. That's what I've been downgraded to. Evelyn Langdon. Go! Okay. And she walks <laughs> away. Which probably gives mom a look because she's yelling at his crotch. Uh, 
I love you too, buddy. You gotta go. We're not playing. No. No. Can you imagine if this was all happening? Could be Luke. No. He's talking to his crotch. Sparks yeah. Crotch sparks at him. What the hell is going on with this guy? Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I'm Evelyn's husband. I guess that's what my name is now. I'm Kyle. Yes, Kyle. My apologies. It's good to see you. Is Evelyn happen to be here? No, this is a work trip for me. Evelyn is back in the States. Oh, filming an- filming another movie? Probably. We're going to go with that. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, I just just finished a wonderful performance. About oh, an hour ago. I'm on my way to Milan now. Inside check. Go for it. Roll a psychology. <sighs> Do you need me over there? Yeah. I got a 43 out of 30. She appears to be telling the truth. So, so what are you going to do now? What are you doing next? Oh, I have another show in Milan. Oh, that I'm so very excited about. I absolutely love Milan. Like the Disney movie? <laughs> I so oh badly want to shut up. <laughs> um, hmm. So you're heading to Milan. Where are we headed in that direction too? Because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my crew has to take the train as well to get to Milan. So, uh, want to ride together? Keep each other company? Oh, of course. Why not? I am having a small little soiree in my coach. You are more than welcome to join. Wait, free food and drinks. Let's go. <laughs> yes, of course. It will all be complimentary. Oh, let's go. <laughs> uh, I have stood up when I heard the word for free drinks and uh, kind of waving my handkerchief above. I, uh, uh, when When is the train leaving? Oh, I believe very soon. And as she says that, The doors open up. Um, impeccable timing. Number one, kind of creepy. Number two, do you have a smoke? Oh, of course. <coughs> Pierre, food and, and then smokes. there's a there's a man next to her, and he opens up a c- cigarette case and offers you one. Sweet, my man. <laughs> you guys want one? Smoke. I am a. Is the crowd still the still a large crowd gathered around? Yes, there okay, is. Okay, I'm going. And my handkerchief is over my face, like over my mouth and nose, and I'm suitcase clutched tight to me, and I'm just kind of snaking my way through this crowd so I can get on the train. <laughs> okay, so you um, you get on the train. No problem. There's only a few people that are actually getting on the train. The crowd is mostly just seeing her off. So 
be funny if we weren't even supposed to be on this train. <laughs> I'm going to grab one of the roses. I figure it's got like the longest stem. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to break part of it and then I'm going to tuck it in my suit jacket pocket along with my handkerchief. For a minute, I thought he was taking like the stem and jamming into yeah. his pocket. I was like, what are you trying to do? Make a weapon later? <laughs> in case any kids show up. Yeah. Fuck them kids. Yeah. That's not even a phobia. It's just a dislike. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. So uh, once she gets on the train, we'll uh, we'll jump on too, I guess. Okay. So you guys get onto the train. Your compartment happens to be right next to Katarina's. You can tell because plot armor, it's in the fucking book. (laughs) You can tell by the noise going on in the compartment next to yours. So James and Millie say that they're going to turn in for the night. Whatever, party poopers. Let's go get drunk. Who are you? You are, you are Fred, right? Mm-hmm. Ready to go get crunk, Fred? I mean, drunk, Fred. <laughs> what is this word, crunk? <laughs> I'm making I'm making it happen, and that's what's gonna be. I would like to keep my wits about me. <sighs> Boring, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Wasn't your last name Smith? It's Frank Jacobs. Wow, way the fuck off. He's yeah. looking right at Smith. you. He's like, Smith? That's, right. That's why he's, he's, he's looking very concerned and he's looking everywhere. <laughs> Yo. So there's two Franks. Yeah, so Franks. now you're lying. Yeah, he's Frank Jacobs and you're I'm Fred. <laughs> <laughs> nope. To me, you're Franks. Kyle. We're Kyle's, rolling with it. Kyle, Kyle's already getting crunk. <laughs> Just um, cigarette was laced with So, uh, yeah. yo, Frankie, you gonna get this drink on? Oh, uh, alcohol is, yes, it's alcohol is a yes. yes. Got it. Bingo. Is yes. We gonna do it. <laughs> okay. So More walking. You guys make your way into the next compartment. You see roughly 10 people. This is not a party. <laughs> you see roughly 10 people in here with Katarina. You see some of the attendants too. There's only 10 people milling around in here. And I will go straight for the bar. Okay. You see some attendants hovering around, offering service to the guests. And Katarina as well. And when she sees you three come in, she waves at you and beckons you over. She is also sitting at a part of the bar with a drink in her hand. So is there like a barkeep back there? Yes. I'm going to walk behind the bar when we go up there and I'm just going to grab a bottle of whiskey. Excuse me, sir. You are not permitted back here. No Sprackensy English. And Katerina waves at the bartender. Oh, it's fine. Let him. I will pay. Whatever they drink, I will pay for. Oh, Moneybags is already paying for it. Moneybags? 
Who's mummy bags? You don't remember? James Carson. <laughs> James, James Carson. Carson. Okay. Katarina has no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're, we're, we're with some fancy pants rich guy. He's paying for everything on this trip, so he can afford a bottle of whiskey. I'm going to grab it from the top shelf. <laughs> the bartender kind of looks at you a little grumpily, like you're an idiot, but he doesn't say anything. I'm going to look at him with a word of acknowledgement in my eyes of, I know, <laughs> I'm just that cool. So she starts talking to the three of you. So you're on your way to Milan, right? Um, I'm going to look at Frank and go, it's kind of your description. You're the navigation guy. What? I gave you the paperwork. You gave. Young man, I just met you on the platform. Oh shit, did. yeah, you weren't this character last. No. <laughs> I wasn't even on the train. So it's Fred, sorry. Last time. <laughs> yep, you're right. I'm going to look at Fred and go, let's get out of your department. We're going to Milan, We're going to Milan right? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, young lady, I am. I pull out my look at my ticket. Uh, it says right here, Milan. Yes. Oh, that is just wonderful. I love Milan. It is so beautiful there. And everyone is so kind and generous. Um, when I get there, I have to check into the... Teatro Ayascala real quick, but I promise to show you around afterwards. I would love to show you the sights of Milan. I'm going to lean over to Frank and go, those were actual words she said, right? She's Fred. She's Fred. He's Fred. I'm leaning over to you, Frank. To me. Okay. I'm going to go, were those actual words she said? I believe it was. Okay. Yeah, cool. Oh, you are just as I remember you. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Fucking friend in the back. <laughs> Stupid. As a parapsychologist, I have one word for his condition. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> the motherfucker can't even push over a bookshelf. Let, let the doctor in. Flip a desk. <laughs> what the dog doing? Knock a chair over. Oh, I must. I must take you to the Last Supper. He would enjoy that. Didn't everybody die in that? Oh, no, no, Da Vinci's. Is that a pizza place? <sighs> oh, how I miss Evelyn. I can... <laughs> I can tell you of his condition right now. That's doctor-patient confidentiality. <laughs> I am going to, while I'm just looking, watching this, I'm grabbing a bottle from behind the bar and filling my glass again and putting it back and just wide-eyed just looking at Kyle and shaking my head in disgust. So I take it it's not a pizza place. I take it you have not very well traveled. I I mean, I've traveled a lot. I just don't really... He doesn't retain information. Yeah. I I can tell. When you had grabbed the bottle, the bartender kind of sighed and... When you had put it back, he just grabbed it and just set it on the bar. James Clarkson, stab. Don't forget, <laughs> James Clarkson. Clarkson. He's a... Uh, a dick, yes. No. British family. Yeah. 
They, uh, He's got the accent, so yeah. Uh, their son's on the train. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's his son. I mean, he's old as fuck, so. Oh, I know of the Clarksons, yes. Good, because he's paying the whole fucking bill for this. Oh, I would very much like to meet him. I mean, he's asleep. Well, best not wake him up then. I mean, I can go get it if you want. I don't give a shit. It's best not to wake oh, him up. Oh, what's that? It's all this. I'm just glad Actually, <laughs> trains only had three wheels in the 20s. What the fuck? Harumph, harumph, harumph. Hmm. Ah, yes. We're going hunting in the darkest heart of Africa. Actually, Africa. <laughs> Mark, no calm more. down. Wow. I mean, yeah, I can I can go wake him up right now if you want. Uh, no, that would be fine. Oh, oh, and the food. Oh, and the food in Milan is just superb. I'm gonna have to take you to my favorite restaurant. <laughs> I'm resting one elbow on the bar and I've got my chin on it and I'm just staring at Kyle waiting for him to reply. Wait for it. I'm just gonna stare at her. Just shake my head. Like I think I'm doing is I think I'm like oh yeah that's interesting. What I'm really doing is just going uh-huh uh-huh. Can I use psychology to determine that Kyle doesn't know what he's talking about? Yeah go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to call him out on it, but I will later. <laughs> if you're trying to fool anybody, roll uh, persuasion. Oh, wow. That's an 18 under 30. 23 out of 62. Mm. It seems like, however, he may be looking like he doesn't really know what's going on. You kind of think maybe that he actually does. After he flipped me off, I know he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, young lady, what exactly are your plans in Milan? Oh, I have a show coming up. Fashion? Art? Oh, no, opera. Mm. I am performing in the title role in Verdi's Ada. Oh, I'm so very excited about this. I need more liquor. My arm hurts. Well, drink up. I finished the whiskey. She just kind of like waves her hand to, like behind the bar with the shelves of alcohol. <laughs> really? Just want to go, I want that one. <laughs> I want that one. Does his arm look normal? Like, was his arm fine again? His arm looks fine. It's still just sore as if maybe it's a pulled muscle. You can still use it. But it just kind of feels a little sore. Because didn't it look messed up at one point? Mm -mm. Okay. No, that was the woman's Veronique's. So I'm just going to point at a bottle of whiskey without looking because I don't give a shit. He just grabs it, gives it to you. James Clarkson. He just rolls his eyes and starts uh, waiting on other people. Just remember to tell him James Clarkson. I don't know who you are, stranger, but <laughs> James Clarkson. <laughs> you know what I should do? I should say James Clarkson has the entire night's worth of drinks. All drinks are on James. Wait till I get drunk enough. <laughs> so you gotta tell Mark later. Oh, by the way, 
you yeah. paid for all the drinks on this one trip. Yeah, and they didn't have any alcohol left on the entire train. <laughs> so, as you guys are sitting there, she then says, oh, oh, I'm going to book you the most beautifully situated hotel in the world in Milan. The Galleria Vittorio Emanuel. I'll get the best rooms for you. All of you. Okay. Between you and me, Fred, doesn't gallery mean like pictures? It can mean many things, but that is one thing. Okay. Yes, she laughs at you. Oh, you... Your wit. The best. <laughs> so, a few more people start trickling in. It doesn't get too crowded, but a few more people start coming in. You guys are drinking and having a good time. And around two in the morning, she gets up from her seat at the bar and says, I will return in a moment. (laughs) And she then leaves. And about 15 minutes later, she comes back in dressed in a silver gown with a lot of mascara and makeup on as if she were at the theater. Fuck. She's going to do the thing she always does at dinner parties. She... You do notice that there is now an onk on a chain around her neck. And then she announces, I would like to sing to you all the aria I'll be performing. Ariana Grande. You don't know any of this shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Every. Attention to the onk. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pay attention to the bottle because I uh, don't pay attention to the dinner parties when she does this uh, shit. I'm, gonna, I'm spot hidden if she has any other jewelry that may look. There's the onk, and if she has any other jewelry that may look like it's of value. All jokes aside, has she done this before at dinner parties? She would have, yes. Oh, god damn it. All right. I'm rolling with it. <laughs> okay, so... I roll a four. Uh, uh... Oh, sorry. I rolled a four of 50 for spot hidden to see if there was any other interesting jewelry on her. You don't notice any interesting jewelry other than very expensive uh, rings, bracelets that have big chunks of gemstones that very much appear real. Okay. But nothing... Nothing of interest, really, other than the onk. Were you rolling, Fred? Because um, you said you wanted to look at the onk. Yeah. Um, would I be able to? What do you want me to roll for it, or do you want me to give you a skill? You can roll a spot hidden. To just observe it, or if you're trying to, because I could also possibly try to do a history on onks, so that way, uh, anything I know what like onks represented, maybe. 
Go for it. You can do either or. Or both. I will do both. So my spot hidden is 68 out of 69. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> and history is... Nope. That's a 63 out of 42. So no on the history. I don't remember nothing about You're studying the Ankh. And it is made of gold. It's beautifully designed. You happen to see some sigils and stuff kind of carved into it. But when you're trying to think about it and think of maybe if you could try to remember any sort of history or anything behind it, nothing really comes to mind. Can I try and use a cult for the sigils? You can try, yes. You can certainly try. 7% out of 56. So, you then start looking at the sigils more, and you happen to notice they are hieroglyphs. Nice. Well, I'm going to move over by... (laughs) Kyle, he's not paying attention to anything. Nope, I am drinking and staring at the other side of the bar. So I can't tell much about the Ankh other than it has sigils, which could be hieroglyphs. So knowing the stuff that we've come across before, it <coughs> could or could not be something extra ordinary. Do, do I remember her ever having an Ankh? I need you to roll me an extreme intelligence. So a fifth. Yeah, no. 36. 36 out of fifth. Sorry. 36 out of 60. No. So, no, you can't really remember her wearing this. So, after she tells you she wants to sing you the aria, she begins speaking again and says... This song is important to me because it was Ada that I saw at the same theater in Milan when I was five. It was my very first opera and I was transfixed. Before she sings, are there candles in the room? Like, as some of the light source? Like, I figure they got electricity, but maybe for mood lighting, they might have some candles here and there. Uh, you look around and you don't happen to see any candles now. Fine. What are they serving food-wise? They have, like, cheeses cheeses and stuff? Yeah, it'd be, like, different orders. They have Jesus cheeses. <laughs> I thought that's what he said. Yeah. They have Jesus cheeses and stuff. So I'm gonna, like, get me a piece of cheese and, like, conveniently I'm gonna... <laughs> give me a piece of cheese. And I'm gonna, like, take a couple pieces off and then I wanna, like, uh subtly like put some in my ear like you know like where the my eardrums towards where my eardrums was I was gonna do it with wax ear plugging himself with cheese I couldn't find it wax <laughs> I asked <laughs> oh wow. don't you question me <laughs> putting cheese in his ears well I want to subtly do it <laughs> yeah I got craft singles wham Wham. Yeah, it's just a little bit, so I like took pieces off. Y'all got crash singles. <laughs> Y'all got games on your phone. Okay, that's what I'm doing. 
Oh God. So she continues on. She says, you know, when I was five, the one thing I wanted was a pony. I know, silly. The wishes of a five-year-old. But after watching that opera, I knew I wanted to be a singer even more. So her, so, so for me, the opera has always been magical. The aria I'm about to sing is Retorna Vincitor. Does the cheese actually lower what I can hear in? <laughs> no, not, not very much. It sounds, you can still hear things, but it's, it's a little muffled, but it doesn't really. That's fine. I'm mostly going to just pay attention to her, like, talking, since it's going to sound like it's a little muffled. The... Ada is divided in loyalty between the man she loves, Radamus, and her father, Amonstro, who are the two opposing leaders in a great war between the Egyptians and the Ethiopians. And then she she begins singing. The aria is so clear and rich that the tone and words etch into your memories. You are all captivated by the song. Could you sing us some, some of it, please? Nope. Oh, damn it. Remember me. <laughs> and uh, everyone but Fred's eardrums burst because it's stuffed with cheese. <laughs> okay, make new characters. So she sings for a while, and when she finishes... Everyone just applauses in this thunderous clapping. I mean, I'll do it too, even if I can't hear it exactly, but I can see a lot of people doing it. <laughs> I don't want to be excluded. I'm not going to. I'm going to continue to drink like I wasn't paying attention. Wow. And she is just beaming and smiling. And then she offers everyone front row tickets for opening night of her show. I'm going to look right at Fred when I hear that and I'm just going to mouth the words no. (laughs) She says that opening night is three days away. Not for us. I would love to see all of you there. you very much and I will be there. Son of a bitch. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. You don't have to go. You don't have to go. We just met. When you were calling, we, you were talking to Fred thinking I was him. You ain't shit. <laughs> on a sandwich. I'll put cheese on there for that sandwich for him. So she kind of waves her hand at all of you. Says... I must be going out to bed now. Very tired. Ah, domani. And walks off. God bless you. 
So you notice a few of the people that were in the car or in the compartment. They all seem to be just friends now. Before, when people were talking in clicks, now all of them are just talking and seem like they are just the best of friends. And the majority of them now with... God, my train of thought. Choo-choo. Have coupled up and you notice them walking off together. Is there anyone, uh, are there any single ladies in this car that I can approach? Yes, there is. All right, yeah. I will have an an extra drink in my hand and I will approach uh, and I will start mingling with the single ladies, the whole single ladies, the whole single ladies. You happen to catch the attention of three. Yeah. <laughs> Menage Wow. I think that's if there was two and him. Menage Quattro. <laughs> Wrong language, but yes. Amazing <laughs> French and Spanish. So three women are talking to you mm-hmm. acting like they've known you forever I'll take it you're taking all three of them yeah okay yeah, so yeah, you, <laughs> you two happen to see Frank <laughs> with three women he's gonna have a heart attack ah, I'm not a doctor like that but he's gonna have a heart attack Freddy boy's got it <laughs> why aren't you going why don't you because I'm married. I was just making sure. Jesus. <laughs> I was just making sure. Listen, this whole time. No, that's gross. No, you go. You go now. You go now. You broke. What are you going to do? I just watch. Probably going to. Dr- Why? No, gross. I'm going to drink and then go to bed like a normal fucking uh, human being. When have you been normal? My whole life. Remember, you work for me. And then we work for James Clarkson. But that's beyond the point. I guess I will go see if there's any of these women that aren't aren't uh, that are taller than like five foot three two. Wow, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Short women, apparently. Yes, you do happen to find one. So uh, I will I will mimic Frank, and I'll get another drink. Okay, so you get another drink approach this woman and she then begins acting like you are the best of friends and I'm not telling her all my secrets if that's what she wants ask her if she has kids I know I'm yelling across the bar ask her if she has kids (laughs) (sighs) and she happily takes the drink and are you taking her off I guess okay so then Fred now leaves with this woman (sighs) <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> homie, don't fly. <laughs> so you happen to be everyone else kind of trickles off and out. You happen to be the last one in there. The bartender just shakes his head at you and walks off. That was a bad decision, sir. <laughs> he 
doesn't pay you any mind and just leaves. So I'm going to grab three bottles of whiskey off the top shelf and just, is there like a pen and paper nearby? There would be, yes. So I'm going to write, put it on James' tab and just put it where the bottles were. Okay. I owe you James Clark's. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to walk back to uh, our little cabin. Okay. So you finish drinking. I'm going to give one of the nicer looking bottles to James. Like I'm going to slip it under his pillow. Okay. Good night, sweet friends. (laughs) Should have smacked him with it first and then second another pillow. Well. Sorry, go ahead. So you drink. Frank and Fred, you have your fun for the night. (laughs) Yeah. You all eventually fall asleep. I'm just using women's pillows. (laughs) (laughs) You fall into a deep sleep. When you... Well, yeah, I'm worn out. (laughs) And then you begin... And then you begin to dream. You are on a cobbled stone road. You look around and everyone is there. You have James and Kyle and Fred and Frank and Millie. You're all staring at each other. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Son of a bitch! Thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.